You're listening to Tech Talk Central. So it's a great honor for us. I'm Yanis Rizopoulos. I'm broadcasting live from Mobile World Congress Barcelona. And I'm very, very happy to have with me Mr. Fotis Karonis, who is Chief Technical Officer for AE. What is EE for this? Hi, Yanis. No, no, it's just this is the brand of the company. So uh, it's a big honor for me, Yanis, to be here and to see you again after such a long time, and especially here in the, the Hellenic stand, right? Okay. Greece, you know? Yeah. So um, uh, it's a joint venture. I mean, the EE company has derived from the joint venture which has been completed about four and a half years ago between uh, T Mobile and Orange in the UK. We are the uh, uh, you know, the biggest provider of mobile communication services uh, in the United Kingdom. Uh, we have a customer base of about 27 million subscribers, a very large-scale customer base, and up to 31 million connections onto our network. We're also the best and uh, biggest 4G network in not only in the UK, but in Europe. So we have, uh, you know, population coverage of about 86-87% of the UK, with a, a customer base of over 8.5 million subscribers on 4G. And we have certainly one of the you know the best performing if not the best the most fastest performing 4g network um, in the world you know so that's that's what we stand for that's a lot of work huh? yeah that oh. means a lot of work yeah definitely yeah. i mean uh, i'm really proud to be the chief technology officer of this uh, of this of uh, this enterprise and uh, we have done a massive amount of achievement uh, as we are now uh, being under a you know acquisition from uh, BT, it has proven the hard work that we have achieved in a very short period of time. We have improved our you know our uh, not only our customer penetration, this 4G magnificent you know sort of build up of network leadership, but also uh, improved our the EBDA of the company, the profitability from the company from that particularly 2010 period into a, a really profitable you know high end uh, uh, company in today. And uh, this is one of the reasons I presume that also BT has uh, acquired the company now. Of over a, uh, a, a price tag of 12.5 billion pounds, right? So we grew our... Boy, this is the big, fat British telecom wedding, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Certainly it's the, uh, the fat British wedding, having a, also a CTO, a Greek CTO in the equation. I mean, that's really, really nice. Yes. So which, which CTO was awarded a few days ago? It's a big honor for you, I think. Yo. What? Oh yeah, I don't like to talk about it, but it's very recent. I mean, I've been awarded the uh, the CTO uh, Mobile Award of Europe for 2015. 2015. Which is an congratulations for this. Thank you, Yanis. It's an incredible, uh, incredible honor. And uh, we are looking forward to this new cooperation also with BT, which uh, we increased the value of uh, a value swing of about four billion pounds. You know, from eight and a half. You know, point, eight and a half billion that we were in 2010 to 12 and a half billion now, so we increased the value incredibly high. You know, so it is a passionate industry, Yanis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah keeps yeah, us, yeah, keeps yeah. us going. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So, we, so it has a lot of challenges and a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Tell us about it first. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, one of the uh, incredible parts is the uh, the enormous amount of growth in video and data. I mean, this is a uh, an industry that is an you know increase for for us. We increased by 600 percent our data usage in the last years, you know, and this is a annual of about 70%. We have a massive amount of mobility and video uh, usage. Uh, the fact that we have 4G, uh, 
uh, we, it gives us an incredible advantage because there's no buffering and all that is through real-time streaming and people are on the move. In the UK it's a very mobile society with a lot of commuting and stuff. So, you know, the challenge is to ensure that you have a very reliable uh, network, you know, fantastically reliable network, but also that uh, the challenge is to get to very fast models of deployment. Because this industry was basically had big bottlenecks in getting, you know, sites, new sites, 4G, the activation of the new networks. The deployment was a very difficult equation. And uh, I think the fact that I'm also coming from the IT, I brought in different ways of doing that, much more agile, faster time of deployment. So that is one of the, uh, you know, the bigger challenges, but also the, the success stories, I would say. And uh, also the, the opportunities that are coming up are coming from the, uh, you know, quad play, that the, um, you know, the natural complementarity between the fixed, uh, you know, fixed environment of fiber and voice data and television with the mobile area. So these things are a natural, uh, you know, complementary um, services coming together. And this is a very great opportunity for us in the very short near future. And now we have the opening of a new environment, IoT. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, Internet of Things has an open, a endless uh, opportunity. Uh, we have, uh, you know, also already we have a lot of, um, you know, new, new, new subscribers coming from, you know, the, the world of devices. First of all, the uh, tablets, but then the connected car. You know, we have wearables. We have connected camera. And all this requires a very reliable 4G network, but it also requires the bandwidth and the capacity. So you have to absolutely make sure that we are prepared. And by the end of uh, 2015, we will have more than 4 billion, uh, you know, uh, connected devices and things, if you like, on our global network. Already in end of last year, we had up to 2 billion. Uh, and this needs, you know, that the, uh, the industry has to be prepared for this uh, capability capacity. You mean the infrastructure and capacity and everything? Yeah, absolutely. It's because, you know, starting from the actual core systems, the reach, uh, but also the, the, you know, the way that you use spectrum intelligently to get the speeds, the capacity, uh, you know, the, um, the growth of, of data. It's pressure to all the different touch points from the, the core systems, packet core systems, the, the backhaul, you know, the RAN, all that stuff. It has to be a really a a well-tuned factory and a scalable one mm -hmm. to cater for this new world of Internet of Things. Are you afraid of it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always, I love challenges, Yanis, you know? <laughs> and uh, I like, uh, you know, I like making teams work uh, in a creative way, uh, to be inventive and, uh, you know, and to be, to go beyond our, you know, what we think is, is possible today. Uh, to stretch these capabilities, you know, so I think that uh, whenever there's a challenge and people say it's hard, you can't do it, that's when I start getting energized, you know, that it's really possible. <laughs> what are the prospects? I mean, um, the for the telecoms, which yeah. is, I don't know if uh, we still call them telecoms. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a more of a communication, uh, you know, company model that we're working on. Uh, it is one of the characteristics of this market is that it's very asset uh, in, intensive and a lot of capex investments, and this is one of the um, the things that we have to uh, the challenges that we have to ensure is that uh, the you know we are quite heavily regulated and it's, um, it slows us down occasionally, and uh, we you know although there are other communication companies that are not saying that they are communication companies like Facebook or Google, but they they are, they are. Yeah. absolutely are definitely they are communication companies and they are sort of sort of reaping the benefits of our huge investments you know so uh, this is the sort of area that we need to probably uh, you know find solutions with the regulator but I think that once you have a very core fantastic core network and le uh, leading network uh, 
you know the customer trusts you and that uh, and that uh, you know you get your customer data you do your analytics and you have a more of a loyalty situation whereas you know occasional companies that are working on and off networks cannot have that you know have end-to-end -end responsibility and accountability of the service that they give to the customers so I think we have a strong stronger differentiation what will be the future of this field let's don't name it <laughs> yeah I think I think we're moving into you know, the capability of um, using end, sort of all the opportunities from the assets in a seamless way for the customer. Uh, so, you know, the 4G plus 5G uh, will incorporate, you know, using assets and personalizing the user experience. Uh, we're looking at the world of digitalization. We're seeing, you know, the likes of, uh, you know, of Amazon or uh, Alibaba or things that you can actually do online. So our space will absolutely move into models that are minimizing the touch points with the customer so the customer can do actually more or less self-serve and benefit from a faster experience and that uh, we will move into a more of an integrated like an IT IP based world whereas you know we will have to uh, you know make sure that we give added value services to the business customer the corporates and ensure the end-to-end -end, uh, reliability of the result isn't it a cloudy environment yeah I mean uh, because absolutely. it is in the cloud. Yeah, absolutely. We already <laughs> uh, we are uh, sort of in the cloud, like the Greek gods, right? <laughs> uh, certainly, um, there is a lot of stuff that is already uh, cloud-based. Uh, the challenge around clouds is to ensure that we have the resilience of an end-to-end -end service. So a lot of the things are, uh, you know, you're having an abstraction between the uh, and a good aggregation, I would say, or deaggregation, if I may say, between the infrastructure and the services. So all these things can be put into a cloud on a scalable manner, but it has to be step by step, that we can't, you know, have a open sort of situation where you outsource everything to a cloud provider, but actually you have to be a balance between what is core business, what you have in a private, private cloud, how do you cooperate with third parties through APIs, how do you push things more in a virtualization world, I would say, yes. and the softwareization uh, capability. So yes, we are moving into the cloud. What would you like to waste for the future? Yeah, I think that uh, the, um, I wish, you know, I would say, you know, prosperity and health uh, and, uh, and anything that uh, is good for, you know, people to, to achieve their dreams. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking particularly of the, you know, the young generation people and uh, especially in Greece where I'm, I'm Greek. So I, um, I would hope that, uh, you know, there will be prosperity and that there will be opportunities for people to realize their dreams because that's when you actually succeed you know and as as the current generations <laughs> to make that world possible thank you very much for yeah. this the best for you also this is Yanis Drizopoulos uh, we were talking with Fotis Karonis who is uh, the chief technical officer of EE everything everywhere and uh, he was our honor guest today because he was awarded uh, and he was he, he is the chief technical officer of the year in mobile industry. Thank you very much for this. Very this soon. is Tech Talk Central and we would like to pass on to another one of our speakers. Thank you very much. Bye bye from Barcelona. Thanks. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.